This is Incorporate Zimcast. This is Incorporate Zimcast. That's true. That's false. The podcast is live. The Zim dream is alive. I agree. Welcome to the Incorporate Zimcast. This is Incorporate Zimcast. With your host, Joe Sana. second episode uh of the incorporate zimcast podcast and today we've got um the co-founder of incorporate zimcast um tinote namchangwa and along with him as the guest of the day willard kachere um i'm gonna let you tino just say anything you want to to just kick us off Perfect. Uh, let's do that. Um, so I'm real excited. This is our first guest, Willard in the building. Uh, thank you a lot, brother. Thank you for coming through. Um, if you've seen Willard, he's you've hosted on our page. I don't think it was what less than about five months ago. Now it's been some time, bro. It's been some yeah, time been since some, you. Yeah. Um, but Willard is someone I always looked up to, man. You know, one thing about Willard that stands out and uh, which makes him unique and the perfect person. The start of this podcast is just his mindset. I yep. won't lie to you from the go. Willard, Willard reminds me a lot of me because he radiates positivity. You know what I mean? And once you have positivity, people are automatically attracted to you. You know, um, and he has this energy. He has this life. So I'm real excited to have Willard on the on the platform. He can give himself like a, a brief introduction. Yeah, that's um, cool. Uh, Willard. No one else can say it better than you, so go ahead and tell people who you are and what you do. All right, thanks for this opportunity, gents. Uh, my name is Willard Kacheri. People call me Will K. I'm a serial entrepreneur, um, philanthropist coming yeah. up. There like, you go. We're in the works. Um, but yeah, basically, that's just me. I'm a life coach also, but I'm so honored to be a part of this movement because I feel that what Incorporate Zim is doing, they are, you guys are trying to catch the whole generation through video, you know, through audio, you know, um, through still pictures and everything, you know, you're touching every single part of, you know, the ways to reach people. And I'm super excited to be a part of this because, yo, look, you know, I believe that we will change the world one mind at a time because everything starts in the mind because, you know, seeing how you guys are doing your thing, you know, it started off with brilliant minds and, you know, I, I'm happy that you guys are, are continuing forward and, you know, I can't wait to get to the 10th, 10th year anniversary and be like, guys, it's been a decade, you know, and, you know, I'll <laughs> still be the first person to ever be on Incorporated <laughs> Zimcast, so, you know, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're all excited. Um, Thanks, bro. What I really like about what you just said was that you're a life coach. Um... Does that mean like motivational speaker and what what stuff are you actually teaching people about? What stuff have people come to you for? Look, people come to me for all sorts of things, you know, be it family. Um, I have my own complicated family issues that I'm not afraid to talk about because it's reality. It's there. Yeah. And um, I'm a very open book. So I share my story because through sharing my story, I hope that someone is going to catch on and someone is going to be encouraged to actually open up because what kills our generation is not opening up, you know? So for the longest time, I'm happy that people are now starting to talk about mental health a lot more because it's something that people are suffering with, but they just never used to open up. But by us, you know, the people that are out here, you know, being the public figures, being in the forefront, if we open up, it then opens a door for other people to open up. So I talk about anything and everything with, with people. And if I'm not particularly versed in that certain subject, I'll refer them to someone who can help them. But um, I try and share my experiences as much as possible because it's more personal. And I just share what worked for me. It may not work for them, but at least they know that they're not alone in, in this. So, yeah, it's just... Um, I talk, we talk about love, we talk about family, we talk about anything. You know, we just yeah. have conversations. So I love talking. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, Tino, you want to say anything on top of that? Yes. Um, you know, we're talking on mental health. And, you know, one thing that really spoke to me uh, about Willard 
is your your time on um, creatism, where you spoke about you know employability, uh, just being anxious about being you know finding a job and all this stuff. And you know you spoke on a number of things, but it was really powerful because you talked about how the situation in Zim, you know, you you coming from Australia because you were in Australia. Um, if we didn't touch on that, Will it was in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he recently moved back to Zimbabwe. And he talks about how, you know, when he came back, you know, obviously things weren't right in Zim. You know, the, the economy is letting us down. There's so many things against us. But he talks about how he has a strong he had a strong mindset and he had an idea where he would only focus on positivity and this focused on you know like changing you know just take us back Willard, from when you came back from australia and you came back to zim and just how you've been able to create all that you've created since you know just take us back through your experience all right cool so the way i actually came back was so funny because I went to China on a business trip and then I got a massive opportunity in China. Um, they asked me how long it's going to take for me to get back to Zim and set up shop. I told them three months. So then they say to my partner, uh, my business partner in Chinese, they, they say to him, this guy is not serious. My partner looks at me and he says, you're not serious. And I've never been told those words. I don't think I've ever been told those words <laughs> in such a long time. Yeah. At that, to point, the point. <laughs> at that point, what I did was I left China, passed through Malaysia, cut like I really cut my time in Malaysia, passed through Malaysia, went back to Australia, got there and came back to Zim. Literally. <laughs> just, just like that. Just like that. It, it happened just like that. Ended up here. And then um, we're now pushing... Um, we, we were in a partnership with a Chinese company. They, they're into like solar energy and stuff, you know, and that partnership is going really well, you know, despite everything. But from that, I get here and the first thing, you know, everybody is just complaining. I, I used to meet very few people that were positive, which was a big thing for me because I remember uh, a couple of years ago, there was this saying, like everyone was saying it. I think because everyone is saying it, everyone just hops on but I'm not in the business of hopping onto people's problems. That's not, that's not, that's not my forte. Right. Love that. You know, you, I, I can appreciate that you have problems. I can appreciate that times are tough. Yes. But I won't make that my daily mantra. There was like, so a couple of years ago, people were saying, meaning um, there's so few US dollars in circulation. Things are hard. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you then ask the question, like you keep saying, you know, there's, there's no circulation of this US dollar. You know, you keep talking about it. But the question is, how much of that US dollar would be in your pocket if everything is normal? You know, that, that, those are the questions, you know, people need to ask themselves before they just start complaining. You know, because I feel like people complain because other people are complaining. Yeah, And uh, then there are those that just complain when things are going super well, but they're just complaining because everyone else is complaining. Right, that's, so, that's, I was like, that's oh. to touch up on that, Willard. I really like the fact that you brought that that up because I feel you know, also being an entrepreneur, one thing that I've realized is um, it was about 2017 when I started my first company, my first own company. Um, I had experience working with my parents' company and everything, but then I wanted to really create something that was my own, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I still do the family stuff, but then I wanted at least something that I could say, you know, this is mine from the ground. And I read a lot of books and that's when I started. I read my first book in 2017. You know, I've been in high school. I've got A-levels. I do all these type of things. But I was never a reader. I used to say to myself in high school, I will never read a book. But then when I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I was like, okay, let me study successful people. And one thing that was more common um, than every other successful person, because everyone has their different way of doing business or what they feel you're supposed to do in business. But the common thing that was there was everyone was talking about have a positive mindset, even in a negative situation. Because, yeah. because you know, it's like the pandemic that's going on right now. There are still people that have realized the positive in the pandemic and attack the positive side and can still make income yes. from that. Because... Yes. But but then the general population will probably complain that this is not happening. 
and um i'm just gonna use america as an example um you know the economy in america has been booming for about the past 10 years let's say right um and now we're in a pandemic and the economy just dropped but this people that were still poor during the booming years are still poor now and they're complaining that the economy is bad but they were still poor um <laughs> even when the economy was booming and i was watching this uh, thing the other day and it was just saying you know why are people complaining that the economy is bad but you've had 10 years to work yourself and build enough for you for to protect yourself from that uh pandemic that's going to happen because now you talk about passive income people don't know what passive income is you look at people um they still work that 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 um that job uh which is not bad at all but they're not investing in any instruments that allow them to to you know to earn income aside from their job that will allow them to save up for times like these and that's where you look at the difference in mindsets between somebody who achieves a lot and somebody who achieves less yeah straight um I, i like what you said there um because you see the thing is people get this like anything that they're presented with instead of looking for the positives they look for the negatives so when the whole covid thing happened you know i felt really bad for all the countries that were you know going through it because obviously like you know we can't even ignore the fact that so many people passed on from from this pandemic you know yeah. may they rest in peace but also now that we are here and we're being told to stay at home what can i do to make sure that whatever i do during this pandemic may then propel me in the second half of the year that's what people didn't even think about people were so in a rush to say let's cancel 2020 let's cancel 2020 and you know um i see some public figures they were even you know forefront for this like they were in the front like yo let's cancel 2020 but to be honest that's not what they were doing those people were grinding they were in the trenches you know just like myself i was in the trenches ever since i got back from australia i've been in the trenches i was just working when people were complaining i was working covid came through i'm still working when i was talking to tina and i was telling him funny enough i think these first six months of the year this is my best financial year yet Agreed. same same goes to me and i i can touch up i can i can i can add to that because um over here um in america you know they went on that shutdown i think uh, late february early march they started shutting down the whole the whole thing and what i do as as an entrepreneur you know i i sat down and i said okay i'm going to be in the house for the next 3 or 4 months what am i going to do to get myself some income so i assessed what what businesses were doing businesses were shutting down but with, within businesses shutting down they're going to have to find a different way to operate and so a lot of these small businesses don't have websites in america the the massive companies yeah they have websites um but the small businesses don't have uh, websites and what i just asked myself was okay that's an opportunity right there a lot of these small businesses want to go and get websites of which the companies that will make you websites they charge you how lot for a small business that's going through a pandemic so what i did was i taught myself how to code taught myself how to design websites within i think a week and a half uh, i literally just closed, shut my door hammered on for hours and then I called up this other lady um you know how they say work your power base and your power base means work the people that you know first before you try and get yeah. yeah so I called up to the lady that I knew had a store I asked her how she was doing asked what was going on you know she was, she she was very negative she was like Joe you know I have to close my business la 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 and I was like you know what have you thought of going online then she was like yeah but I really need someone to to do it for me uh, and I really don't know who I can go to and I said let me do your website for you and straight away she was like definitely that's so within my first call i got a customer and from there she was like do you need me to tell other people in my community that you do websites because um they also want someone to do websites and i was like yeah so she gave me three other yeah. hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> so she gave me three other people and then um i came over to my uncle's house in in massachusetts because i was in arizona so when i got here you know i was like to my uncle um 
yo, I'm going to have to use your car because I want to go out and see these people. He was just like, you know, um, do you really want to go out during a pandemic? So I was like, you know, I'll risk it. So I drove around, cold calling, seeing different people. And within like a week, I got six customers from Massachusetts. Bear in mind, I've never been in Massachusetts. I'd never stepped foot in Massachusetts. I wow. didn't know anyone wow. in Massachusetts. But I just went there cold calling. And another thing that helped me that was because when I was reading these books, I I I I fell through chapters where it taught me how to also speak. Because that's something that's not taught, talked about by a lot of people as well. Okay, if you can touch up on that. That is actually true. That is true. Which brings me to another thing that I always tell people. Um, I I think the one book that I still love to date, I read it all the time, over and over again, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Carnegie. Dale Carnegie. Yep. Wow. It's like, do you, that, do you get that, that? <laughs> you both have read it? <laughs> yeah, you're the only one. Yeah, Carnegie, I know <laughs> that. That's a, that's a great the, book. You know, because in there, they're just describing situations and how you can attack a situation or address a situation in a different way and it could mean a whole lot and change a whole lot ever since i read that book my life changed Willard, one, more time, one more time give me the name of the book <laughs> how to win friends and influence people if you just search up dale carnegie he's got a he's got a range of different books and another yeah. another book that you can add to that list uh tino is um forgetting the name of it let me just check on my laptop real quick you know like so yeah whilst he's whilst he's checking the name um you can also put down the five second rule by mel robbins the five second rule but okay perfect perfect the five second rule because that one um it teaches you how to get over things like real quick um so like for example let's say you have a fear of let's say um talking to people Mm -hmm. so you see, with Joe, he was cold calling and then probably had to meet some of these people, you know, when he got some positive results. Yeah. But, you know, you've never met this person. So with the five second rule, um, she's got this principle where if you count down from five to zero and then just do it, mm-hmm. you know, in no time, you've already done the thing that you were so afraid to do. You know, you just literally dive in without thinking. So you just go five, four, three, two, one, boom, you, you're in. You do it. And, you know, that book taught me a lot about breaking little habits that I thought I couldn't let go for years. So those, like those two books, that combination was, uh, it was bliss, man. Like now it's a different, it's just a whole different thing. I address people differently. Um, it's just the way you talk to people because one thing I know for sure, mm-hmm. people will never forget how you made them feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. They can forget everything else, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. So some people don't get opportunities because they're good at something or whatever, but just simply because they make people, other people feel good. And a lot of people just, you know, bite off that energy and then stop vibing to it. You can get a lot of opportunities just through that before you even present yourself as, you know, um, I am Willard, I am this, I am that, I'm that. It's just simply, you know, just you as a person and, you know, just doing the normal things that you do, you know, being respectful, um, you know, um, just simple little habits they can take you so far um i found that book and the book's name is um the way of the wolf i'll speak about that but you know you wanted to say something no just talk you know willard just talked about you know um how you can get away with a lot when you know just when you're a nice person I, i personally believe that you can get away with so much you know when i look back in my life personally i'm not probably i can't say i'm the smartest guy you know I'm, I'm, I'm probably not, uh, you know, I'm hardworking, yes, but there's so many things I look back at and realize that if it wasn't just for just genuinely being nice to people and, you know, operating in a way that people appreciate, because, you know, people will never, never, ever, ever forget how you made them feel. Like, when it put the nail on the yeah. guard, I, you know, it's like you can do, you can do anything, people will forget what you say, people will forget what you do. But at the end of the day, people will never. That's why if you talk to people from high school, they'll, they'll still say Joe, you know, and with excitement because they remember the Joe in the high school. You know, when people holler at me, they're like, Muchi, you know what? Like, like I saw them yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, even if I see Willard, if yeah. I see Willard today, bro, I'm going to say, because I know how Willard makes me feel. You know, it's, it's all, it's good vibes. So just touching on what he's saying, where it's like, you know, how you make people feel, how you, you know, 
knowing how to deal with people is probably the most important thing. And even like the situation where we're at in the world where, you know, we've got, we're very polarized right now in the world. You know, a lot of issues, it's kind of, you know, it's people are tense, people, you know, it's kind of difficult for you, difficult to put your point across when, you know, you are, you know, when you don't know how to handle people. You know, sometimes I can, I can tell Willard, you know, I don't like what you did there. But I need to know how to approach him when I tell him, like, what? I wasn't really a big fan of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's 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 definitely very true. And I love the fact that you brought that up. And whilst we're on the topic of speaking about money, and since um, Willard spoke about him being a life coach, let's let's talk about how how money within the families is not talked about. Because I know a lot of homes don't speak about money and that's why a lot of people grow up not knowing much about how to handle their finances or what money is about and i say this because i come from a family of two entrepreneurs my mom is an entrepreneur my dad is an entrepreneur so they grew up teaching me about money they grew up teaching me about how businesses work and i know that's not uh common because i had a friend who um who when he came over to my house and me and my dad were just having our general talks. Um, he was surprised that we actually talk about money and all this type of stuff. And he was like, you know, you and your dad talk about money. Your dad tells you about this stuff. And I was like, well, yeah. But what, what, dad, do, what, you know. what do you so mean? To me, I said what do you from mean a when very, you say talk about money? Yeah, from a very ignorant perspective, because I thought it was a common thing that families speak about money. And he was like, no, my dad never tells me about money. You know, what I mean... And this guy is the same age as me, so we're all 22, and he's telling me that he's never been told anything about money by his dad, but they expect him to grow up knowing about this stuff. So that's the thing is, why why in families, uh, Willard, do you think parents don't really talk to their children about money? They don't talk to their kids about what to expect about money, how to handle their finances, and what they need to start doing early in their in their lives instead of waiting for them to get degrees and stuff and then maybe telling and at that time it's too late because now you're in the thick of everything you when you get your degree you're, you're supposed to now get a job you're supposed to now you might have a child so everything is now just coming at you full steam you know what i mean so it's hard to take in everything at that time so why do you think that's 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 the thing will it it's like that because the way our parents grew up there were certain topics that were for people a certain age so when they grew up they weren't allowed to sit in in conversations to do with money or you know just simple logistics or the you know daily runarounds of the house their job was to go to school get good grades come back and be a kid see so that has carried over but then you were so blessed that your parents then became entrepreneurs they understand money they know that the kids need to they needed to pass on the knowledge so they passed it on to you and then, you know, look where you are now. It's different for other families. My, in my family, we never really talked about money. But then it just so happened that I was given responsibility at a young age. I think at grade six, I had the responsibility of taking care of my little brother. Um, and like, this was literally taking care of him because my parents were in different cities. So it was either us and the maid or, you know, sometimes just us alone at home. You know, so I needed to take care of my little brother. Yeah. So they then gave me a phone. And then through that phone, when my dad was unreachable, people started calling me and then I had to make certain little decisions. But from that, now I was more interested in, you know, learning how to run the business and all these things. So we needed to start having these conversations because it affected them. You know, it affected the family money and everything. So that's how we ended up breaking that little, you know, that little cycle. Um, Now they started talking to me about money. But for other families, it's like, you know what, this is none of your concern we will do what we need to do. You get your job done, we'll get our job done. You know, that's how it works in most families. So most people grow up not knowing much about money. But the good thing is this generation, if you see this generation um, having kids and not talking to them about investments with the way it's now just publicized. Because also back in the day, there wasn't that much access to information. But now, come on, guys. It's everywhere. Even if you're not on social media, yeah. you know, you got to hustle. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, if you're not getting familiar, even if you're not an entrepreneur, you know, entrepreneurship is not the only thing in this life. You know, even if you work a nine to five, no matter what you do, you still, you still need, need to money. understand yeah, money. You need to understand money. Because if you don't understand money, you 
if you don't understand how you get paid if you don't understand why you're getting paid how much you get paid then that's an issue you will probably never be able to move you get you get someone who has worked a job they probably don't like and could have gone to a better job but because they don't understand the money and the their value at that point they're just not going to do anything about it they're going to stick to that job and continue yeah. for the next 20 30 40 years and yeah retire and then call it a day but it shouldn't be like that so the more we encourage each other to actually you know get educated because knowledge is power that's the thing and by understanding money you understand your position as a person you need to know yourself so that you know like okay look i'm a 9 to 5 type of person because us entrepreneurs we need people to work 9 to 5 so yeah so if you're a 9 to 5 kind of person oh yeah that's that's yeah, right so if you're 9 to 5 i just want to get it to yeah go ahead to yeah yeah i just wanted to get tino's perspective on this tino tino when you grew up did your parents talk to you about money much or um you didn't have much conversation um that you know i remember like i, I was just about to interrupt you early on where i was just you know everybody says talk about money you know what what, what do you even mean cuz like let's say i'm a kid cuz personally my when i grew up it was we never used to have discussions about money i'll be i'll be 100% honest you know what i mean so i'm thinking if i'm a kid listen to about money are you, are you referring to budgeting joe are you referring to okay so what I, what i mean by talk about money and i'll and i'll say it from what i learned um from my parents is the first thing my dad said to me and i always remember this is he said son um we could go anywhere we could go to africa we could go to china we can go to america we can go to portugal we can go to mexico we might not be able to speak their language but we will still have to pay money to do whatever we want to do so the common thing that's in this world is money and if you don't know how to handle money where to get money how to multiply your money and how to get money to work for you you can never really get what you want and that's what i mean by talk about money i mean um you know yes there is budgeting but you can only save so much the question now is how do you get your savings to work for you in order for those savings to multiply themselves how do you how does how do you make your money have its own kids that's what i'm really talking about so did you ever touch up on investments did your parents ever talk to you about investing in any instruments or how money can work for you in terms of using interest in a way or anything like okay, that okay perfect now you've uh, you described it um you know when i grew up talking about money was never really a thing and the one thing that really shifted my mindset was rich dad poor dad you know that's where you guys have talked yeah. about books i think that book for me was the first time i actually realized you know like the importance of money you know what i mean um because at the end of the day you have to realize as people there's certain things we're passionate about you know when i when growing up it was always about hard work you know your parents are entrepreneurs you know what i mean and my parents it was always yeah. the emphasis of hard work and you know not but we never used to really go into the like you know we talk about actual money but when i started reading and i researched for myself you know that's when i read rich dad poor dad that's when i started understanding the importance of money and when it talks about the quadrants and everything exactly like and he talks about you know investing your money and you know just instead of working hard you need to work smart So you know it was just alternating a lot of life lessons that I got and now focusing on how in especially when you live in the capitalist world that we live in in Canada and you know in America there's so many opportunities that you yeah. need to take advantage of you know and even will it here I want you to talk about you know even just how you you even said it in uh, your your thing with creates and where you talked about being in Australia and you were making more money in Zim so it was a no brainer for you to go back to Zim Yeah, I mean, like guys, investing is the science of money making money. I learned that this week. Like just that phrase, investing is the science of money making money. I was like, "Whoa, hold on. I don't know who came up yeah, with that." Facts. But facts. you know, so we we just need to take take these opportunities. The problem is we're not open-minded enough. I was watching Ray Dalio and Diddy's interview. So Ray Dalio is uh, PDD's um mentor. Have you read Principles? I've got it. I'm listening to it right now cuz um, I use um I use Amazon. Oh, yeah. So so yeah, they were talking about um 
how you need to be radically open-minded. The thing is, when we went, when I got to Australia, the one common thing about Africans is they're very close-minded in the sense that they're afraid to take um, take risks and opportunities that are presented to them. So one of the opportunities I got was to be involved in a company that was running in 24 countries at that time. And, you know, I was like, it's a no-brainer if I joined this company and now I have a business that runs in 26 countries or 24 countries then. Now it's 26. And I'm still in there. I'm not even in Australia anymore, but the income is still coming in simply because I said yes to an opportunity that I had no idea about. That's the thing. I actually had no idea what was going on. But one thing I learned was if you're offered a good opportunity, say yes and learn how to do it later. I learned that from Richard Branson, actually. So I hopped in. And then after a couple of months, it was me, a Zimbabwean-born student in Australia, teaching. Hey, everyone. Thank you for reaching this point in the podcast. And I just want to say I really appreciate all of you for supporting the podcast and supporting in corporate Zim. There's a little break, and I just want to say for reaching this point in the podcast, I really want to say thank you. Please do give us feedback in the IG comments and in the IG DMs on our specific posts and also what you would like us to ask different guests in the future. The podcast will carry on, but I just want to stop here and say thank you. Let's get back into the business. You're only one, dude. Me? Only 12. Nah, Jack, bro, you're 12. <laughs> you lie. Wow. You're 12 on. No, no, uh, three boys and then the rest of girls. 12, 12. One, two, 12. <laughs> 12 on the 12. <laughs> I think hey. That's why your parents told you about money. You guys are good, you know? Oh, I love yourself, bro. That's 12. That's 12, huh? Uh, they had to rap with us about bank because they knew that yeah, all of you guys, if you don't talk, uh, all of you will just be a mess. You have to make your own plan. You can't rely on them. That's what they knew. They're like, oh, they're like, they're like ah, too many for us. Like, uh, no, some, some of you, they have to just eat all yako. Eat all yako. That's the fact. So what number are you? I, um, number 10. But which you know, allow yourself, bro. Uh, you know how many are you? Would you? Are you just one or two? Oh, I'm just short. Sorry, I'm short. I'm I'm four. We're four. Oh, four. Three. That's a standard. That is my my Bali is a is a village lighty, so he believes in that Adam way. You have a lot of kids, but then um, I have a stepmom as well, so it wasn't just like my car because he ah jeez. That's what I was scheming. I was scheming. Nah, nah. I was like, ah, they can put Ah, but you know what's dope? Nah, but... What's dope is that mm. um, even though I have stepbrothers, we all get along. Like, we all literally get along. We all rap together, like, every single week in the group chat. And it's not like any animosity or stuff like that. Like, we all get along. Uh, so salute, that's just, like, salute, one of the best salute. things about my family like i and i know it's rare because i know a lot of step families have that you know animosity that you're not from the same quan or something like that True. but my bali's yeah. made it to a point whereby he's like you know all of you are gonna get along if there's anything wrong between you guys let me know we'll figure it out and we move on so he's literally so 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 emo about that you all have to get along because at the end of the day, we're one family and we have to stick together. So that's one thing I love about about having step step brothers. We that's that we all get along. Hundred percent. So like nobody wins when the family feuds. Nah, so nobody, nobody wins. wins. It's just a complete mess. Absolutely. You know this is this is the type of stuff when I'm saying you know sometimes when you're having discussion, you know, so you can you know you need to start off with this stuff yeah. so you can even get to the big thing. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, most definitely. And most I, definitely. Yeah, so um, that was great stuff that we're having before uh, we cut off. But now I just want to switch the mood up a little bit. And uh, we talk about money. We talk about everything. But Willa, let's talk about the social side that many people don't talk about, especially as an entrepreneur. How hard is it sometimes? And I know this because sometimes I distance myself from my friends um, because they don't really have the same... 
um, if I should say, goals and they don't have the same mindset that I have. And sometimes yeah. my friends may be the ones that have that negative connotation of, you know, everything's going bad right now, whatever. And sometimes I distance myself from them, but we're friends at the end of the day. And that social aspect still has to come into play because, you know, yes, he might think different. He might think the world should go in a different way, but it doesn't change the fact that, you know, he's my homie. And that's something that um, many entrepreneurs don't talk about is the social side of entrepreneurship. How is it? How, how can entrepreneurs um, allow themselves to still be social, but still keep their mindset in a different way, especially when the people they're social with think a different way. All right. So first things are first for me, peace of mind is probably my biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Peace of mind gives me the fuel to be able to do anything and everything because I'm calm. I'm at peace. I can see clearly. So anything that tries to disturb my peace, trust me, it's going out the window out 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 we're not we're not messing around so to all the listeners right now i'm going to say this right when you start out if you're going to become an entrepreneur or anytime there is growth taking place it's inevitable that there's going to be loss somewhere mm -hmm. so that your friends fall out with family and whatever else because they probably don't see what you see they probably because there's this one statement, the one thing that annoys me when people say, ah, and now we land. That statement. Because to me, <laughs> to me, you're saying... That sounds deep. <laughs> it sounds deep, how you felt? Because when people say that, in their heads, you're still the same person they knew in 93. You know, that's yeah. the same person you are to them or they're in almost like disbelief that you're actually doing something or you're you're saying these profound things and they're just they're like huh? who's this guy we don't know him you know it's almost like they can't really comprehend the fact that you've grown you know um and i've had a fallout with one of my friends because he just was not getting the amount of growth that was taking place in my life and i was like listen if you're not coming with me then you know get off the ship Okay, I'm yeah. just I'm just gonna stop you right there for a little bit, and I totally understand that, and I know growth is gonna happen, especially um, at this age, because there's so much information being fed to us. There's so much information we're going out to grab. Um, I understand um, the thing of when you grow, you're going to lose some friends, but I want to spin the narrative, and I want to say within that growth, is it still possible to save friendships? but maintain your growth because yes i can grow and say to my friend you know what i want to be a business person i want to do this like this but i can still be social with you when it's not talking about money and business and can you still maintain those relationships i don't know uh, i'll just pass it to tino real quick and see if he has anything to say about that no definitely here you touch the spot you know anything social is where i I really have a lot of experience on because I, I'm, I'm an extrovert online. Mm -hmm. It's very easy for me to connect with people. And lately, in my own life, you know, I'm, I'm focused on incorporating them. I'm focused on my vision. And it's been very easy for me to, to you know, distance myself from certain people. But one thing about me is the people who I grew up with will always be in my life, no matter what. You know what I yeah, mean? Me too, there's, me a certain, there's certain people that I grew up with. It's, you know, uh, Simon, you know, Martin, all these guys that you see me with. No matter, even we grow, we grow apart. I'm not saying we don't fight. We can grow apart. But at the end of the day. When you see each other, come, it's still. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, when it's time for that real talk, you know, it's because you understand each other. You know, you, you can understand. I can understand he's going for something. I might not have an idea of like what exactly is going for and what he wants to achieve but one thing about all my friends is we all have ambition you see the people that you originally met in your life are people who share the same qualities as you mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's easy for you to maintain i mean look you you can grow apart but at the end of the day you maintain that solid base you know that solid base where we can come to each other and be like yo this is what i'm doing you know and this is the journey I'm on. 
You know, we you can see later on and we can come together on the table and talk about this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. I actually like that. Um, what I was going to say is, um, it's good that you said, um, you know, you guys all have ambition. So, which brings me to my next point. You need to know your people. Know your people. See, here's the thing. It's not like I cut off my friendships with people. Like, if if we were best friends before, if we were really close before, and then now I'm seeing that you're not taking my growth too well, hey, we're going we're gonna to deliberately take the distance. We're going to make that gap because yeah. I don't need whatever you're thinking, the negatives to affect how I'm functioning. If I'm on a, on a level where I'm really going for whatever I want and I'm vibing on it and you're not willing to come on that level, you know, even if you don't understand what I'm doing, as long as you're supportive, because it's something yeah. positive, it's something legal, then good. You know, come on board and try and support. I can see if not my homies trying, even though I know you don't understand. Because most of the time as entrepreneurs, like people don't see what we see. You see, the okay. vision is different. Yeah, but but Willard, on that point, I just want to say to you, do you speak about, do you communicate to your friends that, you know, I'm if, if as, let's normalize the situation of speaking to each other, right? So you've just said he's not handling your growth the way it should be, right? Um, are you speaking to your friend or are you just going to distance yourself quietly or are you going to sit down with them and say, you know, I want to go this way and I can realize that you're not really taking it too well and I'll really like your support even if it's distant support because you might not understand or might not share the same values but I value you as a friend and I still need your support. Or, to be honest, is just, oh, or is it just that you distance yourself silently? Because I think that's something that people do most often is distance themselves silently when they could just have a conversation with their homie and be like, yo, I'm trying to do this. You're not supporting me. You know, I really would love your support as my homie. And obviously if he then says, you know, nah, bro, I'm not going to support you. Whatever, that's where maybe you can be like, okay, he's not for me. But I'm sure if he's your real friend, he'll understand the perspective and try to put some effort to it. And I think not many people actually bring that conversation in because it's uncomfortable. Well, the question is, if, he, if that person is your real friend, do you even need to talk about it? That's what I'm saying. Growth, that's the thing. Um, you, the growth that you're experiencing, I may not know it or see it because it might be mental in your, in your head. So I can't really see it or anything like that. And you should be the one relaying your thoughts and feelings to him to actually get him to understand that's how you feel about him. Because, you know, I have a friend that's growing and I'm also growing in a separate way. If we don't always speak, I won't know that he's doing it. Especially now with being very distant from, from one another. You know, he might be somewhere else. I might be this place else, but we're still homies. And um, I won't know what he's facing day to day. I won't know what he's handling. He might be going through some family issues. He might be going through something else. And he might it might be tough for him at that moment to a point whereby it's difficult for him to actually see what's going on. He has a whole lot of other stuff going in in his so do you think that conversation is something that should happen more often to be honest in in my opinion when my friends are going through stuff um we we talk about it we don't we don't have to necessarily talk about what exactly they're going through but i mean my friends mm -hmm. are really open so we talk about what exactly they're going through but some just say yo look i'm going through things but when i catch a bad vibe for me, I don't know if it's just me, but I just, I can't, when I catch a bad vibe, I catch the bad vibe. I know exactly <laughs> what you're thinking. You, you see, the thing is, when when you start to, like, I'm a people person. So when we talk, when we talk, when you can say something to me, but I know what you mean. Even if it's yes. not exactly what's come out of your mouth, I know what you mean. I can tell by your actions. And I've known you long enough to know that when you say this, you mean this and everything. You know what I mean? So some people, yeah. it's, it's like... Yes, they're not, you know, they're, they're not doing self-development and they're not, you know, on the same level as you when it comes to um, the growth and everything. But they're just people that are genuinely positive and people that are supportive in whichever way. They literally take interest, even if they take interest and they don't particularly understand what you're doing, they still support and, you know, they, they're still there as, you know, people you want to take on the journey with you because they're not disrupting the journey in any, in any way. But then, then you bring those people. Like I can, I can listen to my friend complain, like and say, things are tough right now. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But if it becomes a continuous cycle, things are tough. Things are tough. Things are tough. 
the more you repeat that, now in my head, I'm thinking, ah, maybe things are tough. <laughs> <laughs> maybe things are actually tough. What's going on? You know, um, because like guys, we we can't we we as much for me, I don't attach the number of years I've been friends with someone. Um, I don't attach that to you know how I feel about them at the end of the day. If someone screws you over, dude, they've screwed you over. It's happened. See it for what it is. And then decide what you're going to do. Not brush off things simply because you've been friends for 10, 20 years. That does not work. Because I've met people um, and over a space of two years, we've become super close. You know, now leading on to five, six years and we're still super close. Did I have to wait 10 years for them to be as close as my boys from back then? No. You see, so allow yourself to meet people and, you know, get rid of what you need to get rid of. You don't need to necessarily, you know, just shake them off and whatever without them, um, you know, without their hearing their side or whatever. Now, I'm not saying you just, you know, pick up and drop, but there's certain people, you know, this is bad energy. Every time I go to yeah, this person's yeah, house, yeah. I get there, I come back in the mood. I can't function because they say this, they criticize my work and they don't, they don't give me solutions. I love my friends when they sit me down and they're like, because yeah. that right there, is someone who's concerned bro i think i'm not sure what you need to do but what i know is what you're doing is wrong so let's do this let's do that let's do that you know the one oh, time... that's good that's 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 and, right that's right and you know um can i, po- you know, can I point know, something you know, um you want to add on that yeah i just want to add you know like especially because you know the older we get willard me joe you know um the more successful we get you know what i mean and the more successful you get the harder it is for people to criticize what you're doing you know that you know, yeah. now, and that's why I always say you need those people from back in the day because those people back in the should are the ones to, you know, because many people jump on your boat, many people jump on whatever, whatever gravy train you're on, you know, because people can see Willard, I will let that marry. Joe, ah, Joe, ah, Joe, I marry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you have people from back in the day who can come to you and be like, you know what, like, hey, you know, like, let me give you a perfect example. Yesterday, I told my boy, what? We're dropping incorporate them. I sent him the thing just so a preview. I always send people who are close to me, like whatever I'm planning, you know, yeah. to to whatever they think about it. And yeah, I do that he, as well. Yeah. So he talked to me. He's like, "Yo, I love the podcast," you know. And he's like, "But the same thing that you, you know, Tino, you didn't, you didn't bring your energy. You know what I mean?" He yeah. was like, "You know, you have a gift. You have a talent. You know what I mean? You are, you can make people feel some type of way." You hide things. You bring you bring that energy and that vibe. I didn't feel that in that podcast. That's what he told me. And you, you know see, what I mean? You see something like that, I wouldn't know. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, um, I wouldn't know that Tino didn't bring his energy because I haven't known Tino for that long. Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. So, definitely. so, 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 it takes someone else that you've known for a very long time to say. Tino can do better than that. Because to me, I would be like, you know, that was a good podcast. And mm-hmm. the other person would be like, nah, Tino, I know Tino, he could he could do 10 times better than that, or he can bring more energy. But to me, it I might feel like, okay, that's 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 who he is. He's he's like that. You know what I mean? So I understand your perspective of the, having the long-term friends that know um about you. Absolutely. That's what I was just trying to put across. Yeah. Um I think this is going out for nearly 40 minutes now, nearly 40 to 50 minutes. And um, it's been a good discussion. And Willard, I think um, we've touched on a lot of topics. And now I just want to maybe put five more minutes and just talk uh, a little bit about how, about um, certain things that you can encourage the youth to to use, uh, what books, type of books to read, what type of stuff they should listen to and do in order to better themselves and educate themselves on the future and where we're going um, uh, in this world and how the world is changing. Because you know, as a business person, you have to keep studying the future, even though the future is not there. Because yeah. you have to you have to learn the trends, you have to learn what's going to come, even though it's not there yet, but you have to kind of analyze and put things together. So what, what can you say are those type of things that people need to look out for and start uh, learning about? The first thing I need them to know is they need to start where they are. 
Stop mm. waiting around for money. Stop waiting around for that camera. Stop waiting around to get this and that. Just start where you are. Do the best with what you have in whatever circumstance, in whatever situation you're in. Do the best. Start there because stories sell. Some people, mm-hmm. some people just started from wherever. You know, people started you off in a garage and everything. That's what actually sells the whole story. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they've gone on to do great things. Yes. But where did it all start? In a garage. You know, it's funny because you would never think that something could start off in a garage, but it, it is what it is. You know, um, I think the first Mac- is it the McDonald's contract was signed on a on a serviette, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The what? first McDonald's contract was signed on a serviette. Yeah. So start where you are. Stop worrying about everything else. Um, during this COVID time, if you had so many business ideas, put them on paper. Don't just sit around and try and cancel 2020 because 2020 ain't going nowhere. But everyone else is moving forward. Whilst you're, you are hyping each other up on social media saying, let's cancel 2020. Start where you are and then don't, don't, look, for your, don't look for your vision in someone else. You be the, the founder and the visionary and then people will join you. Because once you go into, into, into this life trying to figure out who understands your vision or maybe you want certain people to understand your vision but they're not and you're still trying to find it in them you're wasting time start where you where you are you know collaborate people like this is my biggest thing if we do not collaborate we will not we will not achieve greatness because there is power in numbers yeah someone else out there needs something that you have they need something that you have you need something that they have talk to people collaborate help each other for me, I really love helping. I really love helping people because one of my favorite quotes is by um, Zig Ziglar. It goes something like, "In order to get to where you want in life, help others get there first. It's not exactly in those words, but it's something like that. So for me, I really love getting into, you know, getting into people's business and you know, trying to help them. Like right now, I've been doing some free consultancy work for a lot of companies because people are just not marketing products the way I want them to. You know, granted the opportunity, I want to be um, a consultant for Econet, like part-time, and just kind of give them a bit of direction. Some of these apps, do you know that Econet has created the best app right now that has ever been made in Zimbabwe? I'm not going to tell you the name because then someone is going to hop onto it and do whatever. But, (laughs) you know, but I see where they're going wrong. I'm not the smartest person, but I just see something they're probably not seeing because otherwise they would have done it a long time ago. from the start you know but guys you know help each other you know collaborate especially collaboration and you know even with helping each other like i was saying you don't have to be a millionaire to help other people so that brings about like last week um i just made an an announcement on the 17th of june i was like guys i'm i'm pulling up the kachere foundation this is what we're doing and in my caption i said i don't have to wait to be a millionaire to help people because even if I don't have the money, if I hit up Muchi, I'm like, Muchi, I need a hundred bucks because I want to buy groceries. Hey, Joe, I need a hundred bucks because I want to buy groceries. Can we make a plan? And I know a couple other people that can give a hundred bucks. In no time, we've got a thousand dollars. We can go and feed. Um, we can feed um, a whole, um, you know, um, uh, be it a home or whatever, an orphanage. You know what I mean? We can do that together. But you don't have to be a millionaire. Because even when, before I started this, I asked someone, I was, I was like, yo, what should I call my foundation? And then this person says to me, yeah, people only personalize with their names when they've made a million dollars plus. And guess what I did? That's what <laughs> Before Champion. Because we need to know how to, we need to know which rules to break. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's stuff like that. And. To be honest, mindset is a very crucial thing because I love Mondays. Mondays are probably my favorite day of the week, despite the fact that I make the most money on a Monday. But, you know, it's crazy because when people look at me, they're like, why do you do Mindset Monday? I'm like, because my life totally changed when I realized that as soon as I start on Monday positive, my whole week is bliss. It's just a bomb. I don't have these issues of, oh, yeah, yeah, like this wait for Friday. Bro, I just want to grind because yeah. Monday was good. Tuesday is going to be better. Wednesday is going to be even way better. By the time we reach Friday, I was a weekend. We're good. <laughs> We're in the best spirit. Mm-hmm. So how you start off the week is probably how you're going to end off the week. If not, you start your week. If you start your week on a negative note, 
by the time it get it gets so positive, it's already the end of the week. You've wasted four days. So people need to be mindful of that. You know, and you know, just supporting each other. Like supporting each other. Like generally, like I've started this thing where every time I'm going to sign a contract, I go there wearing something locally made. And when I post it up, I'm just like, you know, I was wearing this, that, that, how I feel about the product. And I'm like, yo, I support local. And I'm not doing this for any sort of clout or anything, but I'm just saying I have the I've been given the platform. I've been blessed to have quite a few followers that will be interested in actually going to check out other people's businesses. Why not refer them to support other people? You know, it's like saying, hey, look, I only shop, um, I only shop at at Bon Marche. But if I move to a new area and there's no bond, I say, what am I going to do? Stop. No, I'm going to go and buy from somewhere else. So it's the same thing. And we all don't offer the same services. So people just need to get in there, um, you know, just support each other. Like, I, I don't know how to put this across, but it's important that we support each other. Because once we do that and once we come together, guys, I feel like there's a new wave. I don't know if you guys, if you guys have noticed, but there's just this wave that's happening in our own country it's happening whilst others are complaining but it's happening there are a number of youths that are doing so much yeah and when these youths are put together they are going to change the trajectory of this of this nation Definitely. it's going to be crazy because you i i want to avoid the situation where someone i know is going to say ah that's in a blazer that's my boy boy you know because like, if, if you're close to me and you see what i'm doing and if you're not making a conscious effort to be a part of the change then you're gonna be the ones you know chilling you know supporting from the uh, you know not even supporting but you're gonna be watching and be like oh that could have been me you know i could be there with these guys you know that's why you hear people then saying uh no you guys just left me um, in, in Shona, they'll be like, Man, panze. but mm. the opportunity is there, you know. So let, let's really be very intentional about what we're trying to do. Let's work smarter, not harder, and let's change this world one mind at a time. Because, guys, I will tell you this where we're going, the future is so bright. COVID or no COVID, you know, political, um, political imbalance or no political imbalance, first world, third world, nothing. The, you know like I, I love the internet because the internet has given us opportunity like yeah opportunity it's almost like a level playing field yeah you know Absolutely. you've got Absolutely. millionaires coming out of South Africa yeah South Africa is not American yeah? so <laughs> I mean you know, it, it's not that you know you've got millionaires coming out of Zimbabwe you know I've got a friend that I learned with he's personally a millionaire but people don't even know this because when you look at everything and you're trying to think oh I, I need to be in this country to achieve a b c d guys listen i could be in any other country right now but i'm here i'm in zim in the trenches because this this country has so much opportunity and it doesn't even have to be the the illegal stuff all the legal stuff things that you can do but it all starts from you starting where you are that's very oh, true so and yeah wow. so yeah. uh well that was really great and uh, Tino, I just want to ask if you've also got something you want to say before we end off. Yeah, you know, I just want to start off by thanking Willard, you know, for giving us his time. You know, <laughs> the more, you know, I always have to thank Willard because I know as time goes on, it's going to be harder because when we're sending out to each other, you know what I mean? Everybody's <laughs> going to be looking for it. So um, I want to thank you, bro. Um, you know, as, as I stated at the very beginning of this uh, podcast, you know, Willard... I won't lie, me, I'm inspired by other people's successes. You know, I, I like to see other people grind. And Willard, for me, has been that person who I look at and I'm like, yo, boy, keep doing your thing. You know what I mean? Um, so, powerful points he's put across. And one thing I really love what he said is start where you are. You know what I mean? When I started incorporating them with the Brian, well, I put the idea across. But when I started it, you know what? It was so hard for people to even just come on the platform. You know, I would talk to people and they'll be like, I Jack, I know, I know. You know what I mean? And if I allowed, you know, certain things to get to me, you know what I mean? If I was just like, no, let me wait, you know, until this, until that, uh, I don't You wouldn't have would, gotten anywhere. I wouldn't have gotten anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 
there's so many what you know people will not support you from the goal you know what i mean it's yeah. even those that you love you know people that i thought loved me you know i even took it personal well it's like bro i'm starting something like incorporate zim it's not even about myself it's something big how are you not supporting it at the end of the day it's for all of us but you know i totally people, understand that people would still not support it and i'm like what's going on but i was like no i'm sticking to my guns and i'm going to keep on doing this and as each day passes the, the tribe gets larger and larger and larger and larger and larger you know what i mean so if you start where you are whoever's listening to if you start where you are and you have that faith in yourself to keep on moving to keep on pushing trust me you're going to get where you want to be and i <laughs> there's no looking back with this there's no looking back we're going to keep on going incorporating is going to get bigger will it going to get bigger? everything is just going to fly up Fly we up. move. We move. Yes, we definitely move forward. And you know, I felt that. You know, that's 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 facts right there. And um, I just want to add onto that and just say, you know, before I started my own things and started actually putting my life together, doing starting my businesses, working hard, I used to. Um, I think this was probably 2014, 2015. Uh, I was still in high school. But I'd see a lot of people doing well. I always I don't know why but I was always that guy even in high school that was looking and studying successful people. And I was admiring them. And I and that time the conversation around people was that successful person if 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 someone has money someone would be like ah, there's something illegal that he did you know it always has to be he did something illegal or uh, you know in Zimbabwe they say aga uraya someone for them to get you know that's one in yoka one in yoka and it always used to affect me because i always used to say why is it like why why do people always think for him to get rich um he did this and um now i kind of understand that there's this culture that's this day of of hate on him because he's doing well and i don't understand it at all and i just want to say the future is bright because this generation is changing that people are becoming more supportive to zimbabwean talent you know a lot of zimbabwean um artists entertainers uh business people they're getting a lot of support and this is what incorporate zim is going to do is going to keep highlighting people and like Absolutely. i always say uh like i even said in the in the in the first podcast today and willard you should have listened to that as well um i said guys our job doesn't end um on the platforms our job is we want to see people collaborate like willard said if you see an artist that we highlight today and you are a video uh director or producer hit him up say where are you is there is there a place we can link up let's do something for the culture and sometimes and i also another thing i want to influence and talk about is let's not rush to to charge each other especially zimbabweans yes it's good to to make that money but sometimes it's good to just collaborate in order to bring out something that you guys have both made because i know a lot of people because i i hit up someone and i was like to him yo we should collaborate and do this and he said oh i charge i charge this much and i i i did, i i i i was like okay so but the thing was i had most of the equipment and i was using most of my talent and he was just adding in something else and i said you know we're using all my equipment but i'm the one paying you and he was like well we don't have to do it and i was just like no we're going to do it i'll pay you but i'm just saying understand that you know we're using my equipment and i want to do it for free because i just want to produce stuff for people to see so that's another thing that i've realized is sometimes meet people halfway you don't always need to run out and do i just want people to network to collaborate and go out there and just keep bringing out the best in everyone especially and you never know how 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 one comment can can boost someone's day because someone could be going through a lot and if you just give them a a, a low a low nudge and say you know keep going keep your head up this 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 it really could go a long way so to end off this podcast i just want to say thank you uh willard and you know for both coming on to the to the podcast thank you for giving us our time and willard we definitely will want um to have you back sometime because there's still a lot of stuff we need to talk about man thanks for having me gents and hey anytime you just hit me up i'm game always 
All right. So, Tino, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, Willard, thanks for coming on. And to our listeners, thank you for for sticking out through our, our second podcast. And we just want to say thank you again to our listeners for for following in corporatism and for supporting every single person that's highlighted. And it doesn't stop here. Like Tino said, it's only way up from here. It doesn't stop here. We're going to keep bringing you guys uh, more content, more creativity and more knowledge because it's time for all of us to boss up and game up. So um, I hope you all have a great day and thanks for listening. Peace. Cheers.